Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Thriving Minds Podcast with your host, Walter Parada, where we strive to provide you with empowering talks so you can live to thrive. I hope you find yourself in the right frame of mind, focusing on the things within your control. All right, so today's episode is about managing and harnessing momentum. So we all experience some level of momentum that can go in so many different directions. Sometimes that's momentum that's built up towards the things that we want. We're doing something positively that makes us want to continue to build on that. And it can feel like it's just naturally flowing to what's wanted. Maybe the day is going extremely well where people are friendlier and courteous. School or work seems to be going really smooth. Or you're just making significant progress in your health or advancing and reaching your goals. As this happens... There's a tendency to become more confident and calmer where the best parts of you are magnified. It's almost like a generated force that you're riding that feels so invigorating, almost where things can only go right. But momentum can change very swiftly, and sometimes it starts off very small that can be turned in the opposite direction, where things are turning for the worse and negative outcomes start to occur. So the day could start off great, only for it to be affected by one person that's rude and obnoxious, or you're not able to find your homework, or that project that you worked on that's needed right now. This can give the feeling of, here we go again into experiencing a bad day. And if left at that, it can spiral into other things not going well. What happens in moments like this is that negative outcomes or the things that we don't want to happen are what's focused on, And that can activate frustration, anger, or feeling helpless. If not aware of how this affects you, it will have its way, where things continue down that same path. Take a look at some common things that can quickly change your mood for the worse. Whether it's spilling coffee on your pants, or stubbing your toe on the side of the bed. This can be carried over into the next thing that you do that continues that wave of momentum. You could take out your anger at others simply because you were triggered. It might feel good in the moment, but that is a part of deflecting blame or accountability for what happened. We want to avoid feeling bad about ourselves, so the mistakes or the unfortunate things that we go through, we're looking for reasons outside of our control to take away some of that uncomfortableness, that hard truth. What's going to help you manage momentum is just to recognize your tendency and how you first react to them. The instinct is to generally react with our emotions because that's part of the survival mechanism that we all have to try to defend ourselves from the things that we feel threatened by and to go after the things that we desire, especially after we experience them. So just like success, when you experience success, you want more of that. And this is going to be beneficial in both directions, both positive and negative. So when you experience a big wave of success in whatever you're pursuing, whether it's in school, business, sports, or just life in general, it's going to be important not to get too carried away with it. If that does happen, that's where it inflates the ego. It's natural to get too far in any one direction. Things are not always going to be all rosy, but they also won't be things are falling apart. It's going to be really helpful to maintain a composed and balanced outlook in whatever things that you're facing. So in experiencing that big wave of success, 
having that balanced approach is knowing to enjoy the moments that you're in because they can be at times relatively short-lived. As we all know, things can change really quickly. But also, it can go in the opposite direction and things not going well and then they improve. Having this calm and balanced approach makes you better equipped to regulate your emotions, to use them to your advantage, but not to be dictated by them. Positioning yourself for this allows you to pivot a lot more quickly. So when you do experience negative momentum, where things are starting to deteriorate, you can begin to handle it a lot better by slowing down and even stopping that momentum. So in the simple case of spilling your coffee on your pants, the solution to this is to be tactical and solution-focused, where you clean up the spill that you made, you change your pants if you have them, but if you don't have another pair, then you dry off as best you can and you reset and you refocus, not letting that stain, that uncomfortableness get to you. Part of the frustration and anger that can come in is how others might view what happened, and this comes from wanting to be accepted and respected by our peers, So this might affect how others think of us. We want to know that we belong and at times we can be shallow where moments like this does affect how we view others and is why we can feel embarrassed. But we all know that we mess up and have these types of moments and in the grand scheme of things, they really don't matter. What will matter is how those moments are handled and the smaller those moments are, the more indication it gives on how we're going to handle the big things. So those little things that come up that can feel like your day is turning into a bad one, it's a great test to see how you're going to handle those hard times when they are a lot bigger. To set yourself up to handle this, start with a strong foundation, focusing on doing the little things correctly. And in a case like this, it would be your behaviors and your actions. We're all going to experience mishaps and unfortunate things, but the difference in preventing it from snowballing for the worse is to behave well, even though that inner dialogue can be a total shipwreck. Be patient by slowing down your breathing in a controlled manner, and this is going to slow down your thinking that's going to allow you to process the emotions you're experiencing and and leverage them to your advantage. This could be making a small joke about what just happened to lighten the mood. It takes some of the pressure off so you can actually breathe better. If not conditioned to handle these intense moments, the tendency is to become tense and defensive that makes everything seem to be going just way too fast and it's going to trigger desperation. And desperation mode does serve a purpose to survive, but it can get in the way to make things worse. If you just take a look at a hit-and-run accident, for most of us, panic does set in. And our instinct is to want to run from the scene because we want to avoid paying for the damages that we're at fault for. But in doing so, we're just digging ourselves into a deeper hole. Because now, not only was it an accident that was caused, but now it's fleeing the scene that's going to bring on further repercussions. And once you're able to recognize the tendencies you have when things are slipping away, you can behave and act in ways to stabilize the situation, then you can pivot into gaining that positive momentum. If not, there will be the want to just stay in place, not wanting anything bad or good to happen. 
And the longer being in that state, the harder it is to get out of it. Being too comfortable can be really sticky because there's no motivation to do anything else. It can keep you content, but not excited for much. Combat that by putting all your focus on doing one good thing. Something that gets you headed in the right direction and that's attainable. Something small that gets your juices starting to flow and can build confidence. Once you're able to do one good thing, then do one more good thing in that same direction. The more that you do this, the more you build momentum that's going to benefit you. After each good thing that you do, make sure to remind yourself about it. That way the negative things that happen become less and less significant and they weigh less on you. Take for instance health struggles. They can be a scary thing to deal with because it can mean very little time left. Depressive thoughts can be more prevalent that makes one want to just lay down and just accept it and do nothing. But if the focus is just going on a one hour walk and completing it, it can feel validating because it can help process what's going on and getting the body in motion gets the mind working to think differently about what can be done and not what can't be done. This could lead to going on more walks, eating healthier to uplift the mood, reading empowering stories, being around uplifting people, and all this can be sparked by just doing one good thing. And the result of this is becoming a bit more healthier. We all have something that we're motivated by that makes us want to change. That is the why for change. And momentum is how that change can happen. So that motivation is the destination. And all the behaviors and actions that you do are what's going to get you there. No matter how small or how insignificant things may seem, it can be a real difference in the direction that you're headed in. So those things that you tell yourself the body language that you display and the tone of voice in which you speak all add up to the momentum that you're building to. Are you going to be building it in a positive direction or in a negative direction? It's understandable to have those intrusive, destructive thoughts, but the key is to minimize them by highlighting those good things that you do. And the things that you repeat to yourself are what tend to stick. So the more that you do things well, the better you feel about yourself and that allows you to be relaxed, ready to strike with precision, instead of with tense misfiring. Just about anything that we do in the beginning, it takes time as there's going to be a period of being out of rhythm, feeling like things are not coming together. But with enough consistent effort, events that you're going to find where things start to click. And momentum works in the same way, where you're trying to get back at it, and as you're trying... It might not feel like it's coming together, but just remember when you learn to ride a bike or you learn to rollerblade or ice skate, there's a period of getting acclimated to finding your balance to where you feel safe enough that you can position and even start to go in motion. And once you get a little bit of that feeling that you got the hang of it, there's the want to speed things up to push the boundaries and see how well you can do. You'll get into a rhythm of being faster and quicker. And even as you do that, it almost will seem like things have slowed down and are no longer overwhelming, or at least less overwhelming. It's important to note that as you're pushing the boundaries to speed things up and build the momentum, to remain in control. 
remain in balance where you're not being reckless that derails your pursuit. I'm sure we've all been there where we feel like, okay, I got the hang of it. Maybe it's riding your bike, you're pedaling really slowly, and then you feel like you got it. And then you might be going at a really high speed only for a pothole to be in the way that throws you off balance and you take a nosedive. Understand that's okay. You're wanting to push the envelope when you gain confidence can make you take on some big risk. And it's not so much to shy away from it, but just be cautious in those risks that you take. Some of them are going to serve as a really good learning opportunity, but some of them can be damaging to your confidence. If you can bounce back relatively quickly from the mistakes and failures, then great, use that momentum so you can try new things. To get acclimated to taking some cracks, that further builds your mental fortitude. But if some of those risks that you've taken on where the fall really hurts and you feel like not wanting to pursue certain things, then it's okay to take a break from it. Know that that doesn't make you weak. It's just an opportunity to see that you need to take a break from it so you can be rejuvenated. Resilience isn't just about quickly bouncing back from the setbacks that you experience, but it's knowing when to say, today is enough, and that you need your own time to recover from it. It's not just man up and fight through it, because it can suppress the ability to communicate effectively. Now, this is not to say that any sort of adversity or pain or uncomfortableness that's felt that you retreat to safety, but it's knowing that when things have gotten too much, where you've taken an unnecessary beating, whether emotionally or physically, it's just knowing your breaking point. Momentum is really magnified in sports, where games have key moments that signal the turning point. In the beginning of a match or a game, there are many things that athletes do to get ready. Some of the common things like amping themselves up by listening to music, meditating to be calm, talking to themselves, a certain routine that gets them ready. An athlete might be all juiced up, ready to explode, or they could ease their way in the game. In boxing, there's a feeling out period to see where each boxer is settling into the match to figure out their opponent's strategy. Are they aggressive or conservative, each having their benefits and drawbacks? Aggressive strategies can come with high risk, but with high rewards. And a conservative one is low risk, but low rewards. What tends to turn the fight is a key moment that creates momentum for the fighter. This could be countering with an uppercut on an aggressive opponent that makes the aggressor retreat. And that can be all the difference in flipping the match. This relates to life in general. Our days start off in different ways, conservative, aggressive, everywhere in between. And then things happen that creates momentum. Can you capitalize when you have positive momentum to seize the moment to ride that hot streak of being productive at work, at home, training, or setting yourself up for success? But also, can you withstand when negative momentum is being experienced? When your car isn't working and you need it right away. When your business is struggling to turn things around for the better. Or when personal issues are going on. Can you stabilize things to prevent them from derailing you and then work to gain that momentum back in your favor? We're all going to experience both ends of the spectrum at some point, And handling them effectively improves how we feel that affects our effort and improves cognition that leads to better performance. The right heart rate, respiration, and adrenaline 
Is the recipe coming together that was orchestrated by that mental framework? It's finding that right balance so all the components work in unison that makes great things possible. If that mental component gets thrown out of whack, it can cause too much or too little that will have less than ideal results. Too much adrenaline can cause focus to be thrown off, or too low of a heart rate can cause fatigue to set in. What's your right balance to gain momentum and season when you do have it? How are you going to get there and maintain it? How are you going to handle yourself when you experience negative momentum? Asking yourself these questions gives you a chance to formulate a plan and execute when it does happen, and it provides a sense of calmness because you've already prepared for it. This takes away some of that anxiety, that nervousness that feels like things are slipping away. Or when you do have momentum, it's being able to handle it properly. Figure out a routine that works for you to slide your way into, just like an athlete does. To harness your focus on the little things, to correct course when needed, and to continue to steer the ship to be headed in the right direction. Remember, we all silently say hundreds of words per minute to ourselves and when hardships are being experienced, they can feel suffocating. To counter this, say a few words out loud to get you to focus on being able to withstand what you're facing. Not to observe and report the things that are slipping away, but to dive into the details of the process, to act in ways that's gonna get you to execute at a high level, that way it eases all the turmoil that you might be going through. The difference between positive and negative momentum is the pressure that is felt. So when positive momentum is being experienced, that pressure that might have been there seems to alleviate where you're able to move a lot more freely because good results reinforce to do what you just did, to continue to repeat that same success. It's kind of like the lights have been turned on where you're pleasantly surprised, whoa, things worked, and you clearly see what it took to make it happen. You have the answers and are more wide-eyed that gets you excited and super focused. But when negative momentum is experienced, the pressure that is felt is increased because what you've done has not worked and it causes breathing and heart rate to accelerate to the point where things seem to be going just way too fast. It's almost like operating with the lights turned off, just feeling your way through things not to crash into something and it makes you more hesitant. It's not knowing what exactly to do because what was tried hasn't worked. Internally, it can feel like a time bomb ready to explode. Yet on the outside, you're moving slow. Obviously, this is very unsettling that can make just about anybody panic. But those that are able to perform at a consistently high level are able to master being composed and relaxed in these times because they understand that giving into panic only contributes to making the situation that they experience a lot worse. And when that negative momentum is being experienced, they're going to be letdowns where you don't gain the momentum on your side. Maybe you're able to stabilize it from going against you, or maybe you're not, and things just continue to snowball for the worse. It still hurts as you go through it, even when you're in that composed state, but at least not panicking allows you to process things a bit better where you come away with what happened from a, an objective point of view where you can see a lot better the facts as opposed to being dramatic and overblowing things. 
This helps to ease some of the pain that's felt and can get past what happened as opposed to continuously dwelling on it. Sports is a great example of this. There are certain athletes and coaches that have a great perspective on what's going on, whether they win or lose, especially for those teams that make it to the championship game, yet they lose. From a professional and personal standpoint, it is a big letdown, but they understand that it's not the end-all be-all of life, that there's more important things beyond the game that's played. It's not like it's life or death, where medical teams are working to save lives and how they perform directly impacts the outcome. And even if they do all the right things, it still might not be enough. And this can weigh heavily on a person. So having that right perspective can help manage momentum that's experienced in life. For some, losing their job, losing their home can be so devastating that it makes it difficult to move past it. For others, it's going to be difficult to go through it, but they're able to understand that there's other opportunities out there for another job to start their own business, that they just have to seek them. For many, a home is a sacred place because it's where they live a large part of their lives and where they share moments with family and friends. So there's an uh, emotional attachment to what they've lost. But it's knowing that a new home can be found to create new memories and live their lives. As you experience negative momentum, because we're all going to experience it, find out how you can overcome it by being solution-oriented. Once things happen, looking to blame is only going to lead to feeling helpless, so be careful to complain because it disarms you from the power that you do have. Focus on what you can do that can affect the outcome. Take time to reflect but not to dwell on negativity or self-pity. Momentum is a very powerful force. Learn how to recognize it and how to handle it. The more self-aware you are in your interactions with it, the better you can see the answers to what you need to do to overcome those things that are deteriorating. The more self-aware you are in your interactions with it, the better you can see the answers to what you need to do to overcome when things are deteriorating. The key will be to absorb the shock factor when it does hit you because it can knock you down and the natural reaction is to just want to lay down and roll over. Find your reasons to be able to withstand those difficult moments so you can better position yourself. And when you do have that positive momentum, make sure to seize the moment, not getting too big-headed that everything's going to work out in your favor, but just striking while the iron is hot. Understand that momentum can change quickly So make sure to focus on the right things so you can remain balanced and not getting too far in any one direction. You create momentum in your life by your behaviors and actions. It's the execution piece needed to facilitate change for the better. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're interested in more topics like this, become a Thriving Minds member at www.thrivingminds.live. It's your personal development resource so you can build that right mindset so you can live to thrive. All right, until next time.